Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I want to share something with you today that is pretty personal and it has to do with why I haven't asked for help this year, especially. And I'm not usually a person that walks around saying, I don't need help. I don't need support. I can do it on my own. I've had seasons of my life where I was like that and stubborn and pushed away anyone or any offering that was coming toward me to try to help me out of a tough spot. But today I want to share with you something that feels kind of vulnerable for me because it has to do with a reason I haven't asked for help because I don't want to look bad. I don't want to look like I don't have my life together. I don't want to appear ungrateful or stuck up. And frankly, this show is called Surprisingly Relatable. I have a concern that what if no one relates to me on this topic? And maybe you will. And that's what I'm hoping for with today's episode. So I want to give a little bit of backstory here just so you have some context about what I'm speaking about. As I said, I don't think it's all that uncommon for people to feel shy about not asking for help, right? Or people feeling shy about asking for help, people not asking for help because they have too much pride. They don't want people to think that they are dependent or needy or those things. And when I look at different seasons of my life where I felt like the sky was falling in every category of my life, I did have lots of times where I could have asked for help, advice, support, information, someone to guide me, and I didn't out of stubbornness, namely for me. For me, it had to do with stubbornness and I was going to figure it out all on my own. But once I, years later, realized that I did that, I was able to reflect with people and say, you know what? Yeah, there was this season of my life where I was super stubborn and I wouldn't ask for help or support. And when I share that story, most people say to me, oh, that's so relatable. I've been that person. I'm still that person now. I still have a hard time asking for help, even when things are feeling really bad, negative, things are going wrong, things are not headed in the direction that I want it to go in. That is super relatable whenever I share it with people. And it's almost normalized that if we are in a situation where the sky is falling and things are going wrong, it's almost normalized that if you ask for help, awesome, and you, you get it, you receive it. But it's also normalized that if you're in a, in a spot and you don't ask for help, no one really judges you for it. Everyone has their own version as to why they just keep it to themselves. They tell themselves, well, that's just my problem to deal with and I don't need people up in my business and I don't want people to think I'm incapable. So I think that side of the coin is typical when it comes to asking for help and reasons why we choose not to. But what I want to share with you is something that I've been experiencing really for the last year or so. And it's why I haven't asked for help when things are seemingly going really well. And I say seemingly because they are going really well, but I'm having a hard time sometimes adjusting to how well things are going. Now, again, this is why this is touchy for me to share with you because there's a concern of mine that people are going to hear this 
and think that I am righteous or pompous or ungrateful or that I, for whatever reason, do not acknowledge that these are, you know, uh, <laughs> first world problems, right? Like I, I fully understand that this complaint that I have of I don't know what I'm doing and I really need help right now can seem very privileged. So I acknowledge that. So let me give you a rundown of what I'm talking about. So you maybe will relate and maybe you won't. Maybe you'll judge me. I guess we'll just have to find out. So I was single for a very long time, about five or six years. I, at the time, was my mid-30s to my early 40s. And I did date off and on in there, but nothing stuck. And I also, in that time, clearly was getting older. And the thought of, will I ever have a family? Has time run out for me? And I really would worry a lot about that. And there were people that I met along the way, people I dated that I would get really excited about and then it didn't work out and I would end up heartbroken for a number of reasons. But at the same time, in those same years, I was becoming certified in the mindfulness training that I now am an expert at. I was studying relationships just with so much, so passionately, because I wanted to learn everything that I possibly could. I was launching my coaching practice. I left my desk job. I relocated across the country. I saved up a bunch of money. I did so many cool things in my life. There were so many things going well, so many things that were right in my life in that time. And truly, all I could focus on a lot of those moments was, but where is my partner? But where is my family? What if I don't make this happen? What if I get too old? It's too late for me. And I, I hear some of you right now saying, oh, you, it won't be too late and you can always make it happen. And there's always this and that option. Yes, absolutely. But in the moment, I was so self-absorbed in that feeling of, man, these eight things are going super well and this one thing I'm so worried about. And I didn't really know who to turn to in that moment because most people would look at my life and go, what is wrong with you? Like you have so many things going for you. You don't need support. How, right? And in my mind, I'm thinking, how dare you? How dare you go and ask for help or support or advice or someone to collaborate with you. You should be doing it all on your own. So eventually that season of my life passed and about a year ago, a little less than a year ago, I met my now partner and who also happens to be a, a single dad and holy cow, there's the answer to my prayer, right? The thing that I have been wanting for so long, this friendship, this partnership, this familyship, it made me feel so good and so many life lessons along the way. And I'm so thankful for it. And at the same time, my coaching practice is up and running. I have a great support system of friends in my network. And I got my certification with the ICF this year, the International Coaching Federation. I was invited to co-author a book. I started this podcast. My number of followers on social media increased. Okay, so I'm giving you a brag list, right? And here's all these things that are going so well. But here's the confession. 
I've spent the majority of this year feeling overwhelmed, very overwhelmed, sometimes to a, an emotionally <laughs> like crippling place where I just felt stuck. I didn't know what my next step would be, or I would analyze the heck out of something. And it's analysis paralysis, right? I have so many opportunities, so many things to consider, so many creative ideas. I wouldn't know where to start and I was shut down. And I didn't want to tell you this. I didn't want to tell anybody this because again, if you look at my life, I have so many great things happening. And I don't want to discount the wonderful things happening. I, again, I know these are from a place of privilege, but also of hard work and patience and a lot of time going by and praying and being intentional that these things would eventually show up. But the more granted of these gifts I've been, the I notice in my mind I challenge myself to do more and more on my own. I stop asking for help. I stop asking for advice. And I've convinced myself in some ways, you know what? They're not going to relate to that. Whoever feels bogged down by all the good things happening in their life, what is so, that's so weird. What's wrong with you? Right? Like this is the dialogue that is in my mind. But again, what if this is relatable? And that's why I'm making this episode for you. Because what I'm realizing is the reason I haven't asked for help is because I don't want to come off as, as again, ungrateful or a snob. And so I, I've really stopped asking for help because, again, who's ever had too much good? But my realization is, I think overwhelm isn't just when the sky is falling from all these different areas of my life and woe is me, right? I think overwhelm for me also can happen as a creative person where I have ideas all the time and I never know where to start because the floodgates are open and here comes opportunity after opportunity and it does cause me to freeze sometimes. It does cause me to feel distracted and aimless because I don't know necessarily how to prioritize or how to organize all the new wonderful things that I have. And so then I might just do nothing. So I think it is possible, especially for me, I'm living it, to be overwhelmed by too many good things. And so I present this to you because I'm curious if you relate, if you've been through this. I think again, being overwhelmed by negative things has happened to everyone at some point. But what about being overwhelmed by the positives and the good news? And lastly, I think what's happened with feeling the sense of overwhelm is I've come to realize that asking for help is more important than ever. Because if I sat in a place of feeling stuck for so long because there was too much good, Gosh, if I could figure out how to prioritize, organize, get the support that I need, get the information and the advice that I need, collaborate with the right people, if I can figure that out, which I am and I have, I can then pass on that information to other people. And for someone like myself, where I am heart-centered and service-driven, I want to help as many people as I possibly can. 
And so I want to figure this out as quickly as I can so I can pass it on to you. So everyone, this is, this is a little confession from me to you. Sometimes I feel overloaded by all the good things that are happening. And so much so that I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin. And it makes it difficult to do anything. I don't have an excuse <laughs> or something to blame. But I'm curious if this is something that can be normalized. And so share with me your thoughts. Have you ever felt this way? Maybe just framing it for you right now in this episode is having you go, wait a minute, like I've been feeling the same way. And I also haven't talked about it or complained about it because I don't want people to think that I'm ungrateful for what I do have. So let me know, do you get it? Do you feel me on this? Go ahead and screenshot this episode. I would love for you to share the screenshot on your social media. You can tag me on Instagram at holly.burby.coaching and leave a little note there and let me know what your takeaway is. Am I being ridiculous? Do you agree? Have you been there? And at minimum, drop a comment wherever you found this episode, leave a reading, leave a review. I want to know your thoughts. I want to know, am I alone? Or hopefully, am I not? (laughs) And are you relating right alongside me? That's all I have for today. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode and know of someone else who's passionate about creating authentic relationships with people, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, I'd super appreciate it if you'd take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until next time, show love always in all ways. And may you discover that we're all surprisingly relatable.